Richard through the scene. Got it! He is going on everybody we are back liar and ice i am daniel school green with the great nick the scout tosti do not get used to that intro i love it nick but uh new year new intro my 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 nephew aiden the intern is working on a new intro and we have a new logo so if you look at the top you can see our new logo so we have to you know matriculate everything into the new intro so year one nick we had a semi-decent start and then the flyers mm-hmm. fell apart year two we look for things change will carter hart be the uh, goal that we all thought will this team bounce back had a decent start and then completely fell apart coach got fired mike yo wasn't much better 61 points, one of the worst teams in the history of our organization. Year three, I'm not optimistic. I don't think you're optimistic. I, I think we're a bottom three team. The only wow. thing you have going for you is maybe the juice of a new coach, but the talent is just not there. You've got an injured heart. You've got an injured Farabee. You've got an injured Couturier. Brian Ellis is still out probably forever. I just don't know. And then the news that Cam York was sent down to me is just stupid. I, I don't know. Listen, we didn't see training camp. I caught snippets of the preseason and, and the, some of the preseason games I caught, he wasn't in that lineup. So I don't know what he did wrong to get sent down. Tell me what your thoughts are on them getting um, rid of, not rid of, but sending yeah. down Cam York. Well, I mean, I think my first reaction is basically what, what you see from most of this fan base via social media is, you know, how can a team that struggles to, to put a, looks like it's going to struggle to put a roster together to be in what well, you're saying, a bottom three team. And I think you're, you're probably not that far off, but um, you know, if we're thinking this, this team is going to be as bad as it is, and you can see on paper, it, it is, it's, it's trending that way. I mean, that's the trajectory is it's going, you know, we got the, the arrow pointing down. How do your top prospects not make the roster going in to, to day one, to game one? Um, you know, and it's, it's, I think this is kind of a testament to, you know, Tortorella's philosophy. I mean, you know, I think he said he showed flashes of who he could be, you know, with his mental, mental and physical parts of the game together, but he didn't get all the way there. I don't know exactly what that means, but 
you know, who's getting all the way there in training camp, you know? So, um, you know, Dan, we've had countless shows on where, where, you know, this prospect in our system and, and who we've got coming up and who we thought could possibly be, be making the roster this year. And a lot of, a lot of these kids are hurt now too, including people that we haven't talked about and Bobby Brink and, um, you know, um, you know, Forrester recovering from an injury, having a really, really good camp also, uh, in the same boat and on the same bus back to Lehigh with, with Cam York. So, you know, to me, I, I just, I, I don't understand it. I mean, I guess if it was, if I was put in a situation and I was John Tortorello as a coach, you know, you don't have the same mindset that what we're talking about as far as feedback goes from the rest of this fan base. You don't have, you know, Tortorella and, and Fletcher saying, you know, this is the worst, you know, this is the worst roster we've seen in, you know, 10 years. And, you know, the trajectory doesn't look good. You know, they're, they've got to, they've got to put a competing product out there or they could do what the Rangers did four years ago or five years ago, which was send, a letter to their entire fan base saying that, you know, we apologize in advance, but this is all going to work out. We are going to rebuild this team and everybody's going to really be happy about it. No, by the way, how, how well did that go for them last year? No, I, I can't agree with you more. I, if you feel like you need, the only thing I could think of, I'm just trying to think to some extent outside the box here. You know, our, we have a lot of right-handed defensemen now. So with the lefty defensemen, there's no physicality other than Sealer and Connaughton, and right. they're the kind of guys that are your seventh defenseman, right? And Ristolainen was supposed to be that guy, though. I mean, right. that was really that he, was he was supposed he's to be your, that guy. he's your right-handed physical defenseman, right? Braun ultimately plays soft. Um, D'Angelo is is a banger for his size. Um, so you're you're getting no um, physicality from the lefties. I mean, Sandheim plays soft. Um, Provorov somewhat take you to the boards but not a really heavy banger so i don't know i i, I guess yeah. they have a lot of clones i guess is what is what i'm thinking maybe maybe they needed york to like play so far and above what i i don't know i really don't know too many I, well i mean it's 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 i mean this defensive core now looks it's basically same same book different page right with the with the exception of the addition of, of d'angelo who will who will more than likely be on the first pair with Provorov, um, you know, and then you're going to see the Sanheim Ristolainen pairing at number two and the sealer Braun at number three and, and, you know, guys like Adderd and, and Zamola, um, you know, are going to just kind of the youngsters that were just all dying to see grow um, in this organization sit by the wayside again um, while we, you know, while, you and I and, and many others are going to plead insanity here that we're just seeing the same thing over and over again and seeing and expecting a different result. So, and, and the funny thing is like it's a head shaker, Braun, the Braun signing was a disgrace. I mean, Braun was played above his head for like the first third of the season. And then he was mediocre at best. It wasn't like he was this great defenseman the whole year. And the fact that Sandheim won the right. Barry Ashby was also a joke because it was like like picking the worst wart on your face. Do you know what I mean? It was so bad defensively. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, Sandheim right. played. Sandheim is, is like absent half the season. Like, where are you? And then he has flashes. But to, to, to win the Barry Ashby, Ashby on this team, it was like, yeah. you know, pick your poison for crying out loud. Exactly. I would have, exactly. I would have, if you want, I would have not signed, not signed Braun and let Adderd and York perhaps fight for that spot 
even if you want to go right-handed, all right, stick with Adderd, and then have um, the Sealer Connaughtons as your depth pieces. But to sign Braun and, and again, block someone on a team that's going nowhere it is ridiculous. It, it, you know, I, I just don't, I, I don't see him being the trade chip again mid-year. Like, he's going to be this really solid defenseman, and we're going to trade him again for a third or fourth round pick. Right. Uh, anyway, so the Flyers, in my opinion, I mean, you've got the Coyotes, the Canadians, the Flyers. I mean, who else do you see um, being uh, a bottom three team? I mean, at the bottom, bottom of the barrel. I mean, you know, I would yeah. throw Chicago in there, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They know, they, they got like... rid of a lot of talent. So those are those are your bottom four teams, the ones we just mentioned. So you know, it's it's basically a race for the two stud draft picks, you know, coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. now let's, let's, let's um, transition away from uh, the flyers. Uh, obviously um, we've discussed that uh, the young kids like Furster and York were disappointed. They're not going to be playing um, brings out. Yeah. So it's going to be, again, just a revolving door of these guys up and down all year again. You know, teasing us with, hey, you know, he played yeah. a week. Once again, kids like Wisdom and Denoyer. Yeah. Yeah. Wisdom and Denoyer. Nick, you're frozen a little bit. So maybe reboot and then come join us. Uh, All right. Oh, there he is. There he is. Uh, I have you frozen. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was. Fr- okay. So. Yeah, so so we'll move on from the Flyers. We're, the bottom line is Nick and I are disappointed already about some of the t- decisions that are being made, um, and we'll we'll just see. I mean, it's just it 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 could be a very long season, and again, you just got to pray that the the Morgan Frosts of the world really step up their game, and that Farabee gets back earlier than expected. Because if he was healthy, I was hoping he would be a thirty-five goal scorer this year. That's the kind of jump you needed from your team. But let's let's talk, you know, realistically, right. the right. teams that we believe um, are going to represent each division and even even project the wild cards. So let, let's start with the Atlantic. Um, I have, not in any particular order, I have the, if you want to go in a particular order, I'll say Leafs, Lightning, Panthers mm-hmm. for, the, for the Atlantic as my three top three teams that get in automatically Mm -hmm. who are your three from the Atlantic I mean my my first gut is is that um you know if just you know to try and throw away uh throwing a wild card in there and and get rid of some of the chalk I'm I would say maybe Leafs Panthers Senators you know Ottawa is a really uh, is an up-and-coming uh young team and with the addition of Giroux maybe to give some leadership there I, I I would you know just to mix it up a little bit go Panthers Leafs uh Ottawa no, that's that's fair enough. I totally get that. Um, for the Metro, I have, and this is my order. I have the Canes, Rangers, and the Upstart Devils. Mm-hmm. How about you, sir? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, and it's funny, Dan. You know, about a year or a year and a half ago, we were having conversations on this show in particular about the Devils and the Rangers are the two teams to look out for in the Met. And, and we you know, said we'd swap we talent for them in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, and a lot exactly. of our viewers were calling us crazy. And exactly. Like, exactly. Kidding me. So do exactly. you have those three teams as well? Uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, the the Islanders and the Devils to me could be a, you know, six to one, half dozen to another. 
uh, and even the Capitals. So, I mean, it, it, Hurricanes, Rangers is a stone lock. Um, and then, and for me, I mean, it's a toss up. Your Penguins, Capitals, Devils, yeah. Islanders kind of, kind of thing. Well, that, that, come down. That's really how we address the wild card, right? So if we, if we, if we, if we go, you and I seem to share the same brain with the Rangers, Canes and, and Devils. And we also kind of, you, you, you kind of deviated from the chalk, but I think your gut said Panthers, Lightning, Leaves. So right. I, I, th- I think my wild card gun to head, I'd say Penns, Bruins, but you right. can have the Sens, Islanders, even Detroit, if right. they somehow... Detroit is like my Detroit and the Senators are my um wild card not my wild card team, but my mm-hmm. wild card within the wild card. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the team that could really take that Ranger like jump that the Rangers had. That's right. that's what they're building towards. So right. uh, do you feel the same about those teams? Yes. Okay. All right, let's jump to the West and we'll start with the Central. I have the Avs, Wild, and Stars. How about you? Yeah, I think the Blues run is is going to come to an end. Um, that you know they they really I think Baruby's done a great job out there from from the start of winning the Stanley Cup. But it's just I, I don't think they're a team that can really compete with that. To, to me, in my opinion, is the strongest division in all of hockey. Uh, you know, I go Avs, Wild, one hundred percent. I like the Stars. Uh, but I'm going to go jets. I'm going to go jets in, in place of the stars. I think they just had an off year last year, fired their coach, got some new leadership in there. Uh, good young talent, great goaltending, uh, as wild jets stars, wild card. Okay. And in the Pacific, I'll do my wild card after I do the, okay. uh, the three winners Pacific. I, I think I, I wouldn't say slam dunk. I think the Oilers and flames might be. And then I have Vegas as the third team. And then my wild card, based on what I just said, would be the, I think I have the Kings, the Preds, and I have the Winnipeg Jets as the team that could um, surprise. And, and like you mm-hmm. said, it isn't necessarily a surprise because they had an off right. year last year. But I think if they bounce back, I, I think they could actually be a top three team in their division. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they've got the talent, and then they absolutely have the goaltending. So we could, if their coach could put this all together, they'll be they'll be there. So talk um, to me about your Pacific. Uh, I'm Flames, Oilers, Knights. Yeah, I mean it's uh, Kings. I thought about you know, and then I kind of just went through their roster again, and uh, just uh, I thought maybe that could have, I would have them as a wild card team, but uh, for for coming out of that division, I go Calgary, Edmonton, Vegas. Okay, um, now. Uh, obviously we're not going to go through all the machinations of who plays whom, but who's our, um, what's our cup final look like? I'll tell you mine. You can tell me yours. But by the way, and I, you know, I, I, I'm remiss for, for not saying this earlier. I think the Panthers will be in the top three, but going to your point earlier about um, if you were to deviate just a little bit from chalk, I think the Panthers might drop, 10 to 15 points from last year. Yeah. I think they, I think they, I think they did a disservice with that trade, to be honest. I do too. I think they shook up their locker room and they got rid of two talented players and a lot of draft capital. Right. I I don't think it was necessary. So that, that's just my little spin. But anyway, my Stanley Cup finals is the Canes and the Abs. And I have the Abs repeating. Mm hmm. You, sir. Well, it pains me to say this, but I'm going to go Rangers and Avs uh, with uh, the Avs repeating. 
no, I, the Rangers, again, it's, it's funny. It, you know, we were bred to hate them, but I can't hate that team. I, I know. Me too. the hell out of them. I was telling a bunch of my Ranger buddies if it was if it was anything other than that red, white, and blue jersey that they wear with the Rangers written down the side, I would be in love with that team. <laughs> yeah, that that they're they're easy to root for. I mean, because the the reason people that I feel this way, other than the Penguins, where there's still always just chippiness right. and nastiness, because and I don't even that'll happen anymore. I mean, who does Crosby and Malkin even hate anymore on this team? Um, you know, Hartnell's gone, Simmons is gone, Drew's gone, Voracek's gone. There's there's no no. So in in the old days we had such chippy play and we had fisticuffs and, right. and you, you hated when Ty Domi was on the Rangers and when Barry Beck was on the Rangers and you know, Thomas Sandstrom was cheap and dirty and Mark Osborne was cheap and dirty you know you hated those teams and, and we were you know teenagers you know living in the glory of the Zezel Taki years and Kerr and Poole and you just don't have that hatred anymore because there's there's no chippy or nastiness anymore. Right. At least, you know, and, and our team is so bad. I don't think teams even like uh, sweat us. I mean, you know, I, I kind of still hate Washington because I think they play a cheap, dirty game. Yeah. But maybe if that was my roster, I would be able to defend the cheap, cheap, dirty play. You know what I mean? Yep. So but that that's why I can't hate the Rangers like I did back in the day. And, and, and it's almost like blasphemy to say that I just have so much respect for them. Right. All right. So we're going to transition now into. So Nick, Nick, Nick says Rangers abs, abs repeat. I say Canes abs. I just think the Rangers might be just one more year away. You know, that one that need one more growth year. I could be wrong. I, I think last year was, in my opinion, that year was last year for me. So that's why I went with it. I just think they yeah. took that step a little yeah. earlier than I anticipated. Yep. But I, I, I have no, no issue with that pick. I think it could easily happen. So now we're going to transition into the player awards that we predicted in the season but before we do that if ladies and gentlemen if you notice bottom center of our um podcast you'll see jn sports breaks we're talking about great players coming up you're going to want to have their hockey cards and perhaps other cards the sports card industry is booming and now is the time to start collecting in no matter the sport the novelty and value of the hobby is at an all-time high that being said, JN Sports Breaks is a Facebook page where it comes full circle. Started by John and Nick, two blue-collar guys from the tri-state area, this page creates a fan-friendly atmosphere while giving the collector what they want. Whether you're new to the hobby or a seasoned collector like Nick, I collect still, JN has a break for you. Make sure you're following today for all the free promos, games, and giveaways. As a bonus, mention this ad and receive $5 off your first break. Remember, follow JN Sports Break on Facebook and also on WhatNot app at JN Sports Break. And that's all one word. You have to check them out on Facebook, play around, and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. It is a fun, great company, JN Sports Break. All right, let's segue right into it, Nick. We're visualizing some of these great guys on sports cards who wins the heart trophy for leagues mvp oh man um you know i've got it down i, I think last year i kind of i went with dry just because um i didn't want to go chalk 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to go chalk and I've got to get off the chalk on one of these. And I, and I think I'm going to do that for the Vesna, but uh, I am going to go with Connor McDavid. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I did the same exact thing. I, 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 I didn't, you know, it, you don't exactly remember the winners from last year, although it right. take me about 10 seconds to recollect who it was, but I just went like gut instinct. I mean, I have Connor McDavid. Um, he can uh, fall out of bed mm. and automatically just uh, roll up the points. Yeah. Um, he can do it all. I mean, if he, if he wants to lead the league in scoring, he could just take that over. Yeah. But he's, he loves to distribute as well. Yes. He's just a, a complete package and, and just a missile on the ice. Um, Norris Trophy, our favorite defenseman that we both chose last year, won it mm-hmm. in Cal McCarr. And I revisit that pick as a back-to-back winner. I say McCarr wins it again. I do, too. I mean, I, I was vacillating between, you know, because I, I just feel like the Rangers are going to have such a big year this year. I vacillate between you know, Fox. Fox. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, Adam Fox is a great, great player. I love him. I just, I love watching him. I, I you know, I, I've said in previous podcasts, I've seen him, you know, in his, in his teenage years grow, uh, as a player and, and he's spectacular, but it's hard to, it's hard to deny Cal McCarr. Uh, and their games aren't know. too dissimilar. They're, they're, <laughs> no, both, they're not, they're both tiny yeah. guys with, um, great skating ability. Uh, they have, they have, they have like centerman like, eyes with their passing skills yeah. they find the puck they they get they find the lane to get the puck to the net uh, and they're great with their sticks they're not overly yeah. physical but they're just tremendously smart hockey players um and, and again listen you also have um roman yossi who just always is a monster yeah uh, and 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 victor hedman any of those four guys could easily win it and you couldn't really have an argument against it um Last year, I was this, last year. I thought outside the box, and I went. Uh, but who, who did I go with? Did I go uh, Winnipeg? I went Winnipeg. I went. Uh, no, I think I went Winnipeg last year. You went Winnipeg the year before. As far as the as far as Vesna. Oh, oh, Vesna. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Connor I think Halibuck. I, I went Halibuck, yeah. I believe, for Vesna. But but I said really my one A is Chesterkin. Right and. That's who I really thought was going to win it. I, I, I think I'm hedging a little bit. You can go back to our show. I kind of <laughs> picked Hellebuck, but I really believed in Shesterkin. And, and, right. and I'm not even going to – I think he is I've, – I've loved him before anyone even knew who he was, and he proved me right. I'm not always right. Yeah. He proved me right. He and did. I'm gonna, he called it way early. I'm going to go for a repeat again with Shesterkin as the Vesna mm-hmm. winner. I'm going to go with Hellebuck <laughs> since, you know, I, I'm, I'm of the, uh, of the mindset that they're going to really turn it around this year and surprise a lot, a lot of people. Uh, and I think that's going to, that's going to start and end with, with Hellebuck. Uh, I've always been a big Hellebuck supporter fan, love, love his style. Um, back to his collegiate days at uh, UMass Lowell and, uh, that's going to be my pick. That's where I'm going off the chalk a little bit. No, that's, 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 my that was kind of my thinking last year i i had them as my sleeper to go to the cup you remember yeah and yeah. i had them them in the abs right, right them right. in the uh, lightning and um i said i th- i said really i think the abs will get there but i i i, I said to think outside of the box not do chalk i went winnipeg but they they just um you know jamie leach our friend jamie leach who we need to have back on our show he, he was giving me scouting reports that they just played undisciplined hockey 
And uh, now that they have Rick Bonus as their coach, I think yeah. that structure will be brought back to your point. And if they do bounce back, a goalie's going to get you there. So I, I think that's a wise pick. But I still like Shesterkin. Yeah. You know, at least these guys are going to be in the conversation. Right. Um, Calder. I have Maddie Berniers from Seattle winning it. Mm-hmm. And I have Mason McTavish on his tail as a secondary um, type kid. Yeah, Berniers is still eligible, I guess, huh? Yeah, he, I think he played 10 games. or he was, Okay. He's eligible, yeah. Wow, that's going to be hard. to. He's really good. Um, the only thing with that is, you know, being on that on that team. You get a lot of ice time. Hamper that a little bit. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, um, I have – I had – originally, I had McTavish as my pick. Uh, not – uh, just totally forgetting that Beniers was still eligible. I'm going to stick with McTavish. No, I, I obviously I agree because he was my secondary pick as well. Um, that, that kid, that kid, um, really opened my eyes in the brief tournament before it was shut down. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. All right, so we have we have we're ahead of our schedule, Nick. So let's let's continue. Yep. The Racker Richard, the league's scoring, excuse me, goal scoring leader. Um. Hart Trophy is just the best player yep. overall, but the scoring, goal-scoring title leader is the Rocket Richard Trophy. Last year was Austin Matthews. Who do you take this year? Uh, I'm going to go Connor McDavid. Okay. Yeah, I think he'll win. I think he'll. I think he'll win both. Uh, you know, it's just um, I thought again about Drysital. I mean, those two just together are just magic, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how many years we can literally say, I know Matthews, dry McDavid flipped the coin many. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's literally, I have written down Matthews, dry McDavid. Yeah. Um, it, it's, if I just, you know, just to give an answer, I'll say Matthew Matthews repeats only because of like maybe McDavid sharing the wealth a little bit with dry Right. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, Toronto has a lot of talent. And I, and I actually had to, um, you know, our good friend, James Roberts, that we always do shows with, who's um, a big Toronto fan, and he has that great offside hockey um, podcast. You know, he's obviously, I'm sure, predicting his Leafs to get to the Cup. And, you know, they're, they're a strong goaltender away from doing it. Um, so we shall see. But they're a damn good hockey club also. Now, the Jack Adams Award went to Sutter last year with the Flames. Mm-hmm. Did a great job. We have a lot of new coaches. I mean, if, if, we think the, if we think Detroit has that Ranger-like jump, does someone like Derek Lalonde get consideration? Of course he might. Um, the Sens were talking with, you know, Giroux and DeBrinckit joining the, the team. They, they could take that step. But I, I, I'm going to go with an established coach that might just get over the hump. And if I have him going to the finals i think rod brindamore will finally get his Mm -hmm. due this year so that's my coach of the year he was my pick last year um so i'm gonna go with my could have and should have i'm gonna go with my eastern conference uh finalist head coach with mike sullivan i think he's he's a great coach i really like him um and uh if he does what i think is going to happen with that with that organization this year uh i think he'll be well deserved all right and last but not least, 
<laughs> again, I don't know why they haven't done this already. It should be called the Patrice Bergeron Award, but we're talking about the Selkie Award. I mean, Patrice wins it every year. The only year he didn't win it was a few years ago when Couturier won it. So I go Bergeron with Barkov barking down his neck. No pun intended. Actually, pun intended. So I say it's a Barkov-Bergeron um, finalist situation for the uh, Selkie. I go, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Bergeron all the way. They have to rename yeah. the award. When he retired, they have to <laughs> rename him. They I'm, will. I'm, I'm not even joking. They, they have to rename him when he retired. They will. Uh, you know. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're going to try to explain our format to some extent. Uh, you know, obviously, if and when we have a great guest to interview, you know, our shows are going to be longer. But it, even if the Flyers were an on-fire team, it, it, it gets to a point where, you know, I know you think we're good-looking guys, and you love to hear our voices, but you don't want to hear us for 40 minutes, right? <laughs> no. So, By the way, I think I said Mike Sullivan. When yeah, I'm he's Pittsburgh. Him. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was thinking about him when he was with the Rangers, but uh, yeah. I meant a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, what I meant. you know what yeah, I Yeah, I, I was thinking, do I correct him? But, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass Mike, Nick the Scout. But the bottom line is um, we're going to stick with the five minutes for fighting type format where yeah. our goal is to have a between five to ten minute length show just to maybe give you um, weekly breakdowns, what we saw each and every week. Um, maybe talk about players that you know are, are, are surprising us with their play. Maybe discuss players from the minors that need to be called up. So look for a shorter format unless we have a really special guest. Um, the Which podcast, we do plan on getting, too. Yeah, we do. We do. And we, and we have some in our back pockets that we could easily call. Um, but honestly, to have a guest to talk about Flyers hockey might not even be something the guest wants to do, talk about no. Flyers hockey. So we might go more league-based guests this year. Um, right. And Listen, in 84-85, Nick, Many people projected the Flyers to be a disaster. Bobby Clark, Bill Barber, retired. Dallas Sittler was traded. Bob Daly retired because of injury. Jimmy Watson retired because of injury. The old Broad Street bullies, 90% of them were gone. You had Craven, Tockett, Zezel, Derek Smith. Added to second, third-year players like Sinisalo and company. You only had the veterans of Kerr and Marsh really on the team and obviously we had the, you had still a young Pelly Eklund transitioning into a young Ron Hextall nobody thought that team was going to be anything you had a rookie right. coach from juniors and it was I think one of the Flyers top point getting team of all time who went to the finals and lost to the juggernaut Edmonton Oilers right obviously I'm not saying this team is anywhere in that category that was the first year Tim Kerr exploded as a 50 goal scorer we don't have that kind of player on the horizon. We don't have a Dave Poulin type leader. We don't have a Mark Howe on the blue line. We thought Provorov was going to be that. And we thought so, that Carrier would be the leader too. Yeah, and and, and, and we're decimated <clears throat> with injuries from jump. So I'm you know, we said that we think the Flyers will be a bottom four team in the league, not just their conference or division in the league. But anything could happen. Lightning in a bottle can happen. A coaching change could spark something. 
a player that we didn't envision stepping up his game could happen. A trade could happen. But my gut says it's not going to happen. Yeah. So our shows will be short and theme-based and we'll be in and out. So this will probably be the longest show you'll see in a while. <laughs> and we'll be back probably um, after the first few games take place to let you know our thoughts on the first week of the season. So we are the Heat Ratio Sport Network. We are Flyer and Ice. You got to subscribe. You got to check us out on YouTube. We're on all this on the all the social media platforms as you can see below. And again, check out JNN Sports Break on Facebook. For Nick the Scout, I'm Dan Old School Green. Good hockey everyone and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Take Go care. Go Flyers. Go Flyers. Be safe everybody. <laughs>